<laughs> dumb and blind, man. Oh. Deaf, dumb and blind. And he chose the profession of pinball player. <laughs> Dude, pinball that wizard. Is... I can't believe that. What a great song. <laughs> so funny when you think of the words. The lyrics, man, are out of this world, dude. <laughs> like they're just describing this guy who's just an incredible pinball player walking into the scene, like just dropping his magic on the pinball machine. I mean, imagine I imagine he's walking in with a helper dog because he's deaf, blind, and dumb. Dumb, yeah, deaf, dumb, blind kid, yeah. So can't see, can't hear, can't talk. Just walks in, drops in his quarter, and plays a mean pinball. <laughs> they also mention how he has such a supple wrist, which I find to be <laughs> quite the detail. <laughs> what, what, he, what he lacks in vision and hearing, he makes up for in wrist. His supple wrist, man. <laughs> he plays pinball by sense of smell? <laughs> was this ball made in India? I mean, what are we talking about here? That's that's right, but certain parts of the wood within the machine were made in different parts of China, so he can smell as it makes traction across each one. (laughs) (laughs) The pinball. Yeah, man. That song, yeah, it's a great tune. That, so, is Pinball Wizard is part of an album that... It's like one of those concept albums that they were big on back in the heyday of the classic rock. Uh, you know, kind of in the vein of Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, yeah. Where start to finish, there is an entire idea being conveyed. You know, it's kind of crazy that classic rock got to a point where it was no longer good enough to like create a couple hits, right? Like after Boston, Boston, what could you do? Uh, so these guys had to come out there and be like, no, this is a concept album, and it's one singular song or idea from start to finish for 45 minutes on both sides of this vinyl. Yeah. and That's, that's what... crazy to think of. The whole story. That, you know, in classical or classic rock, reached an element or a level of classical music where they were creating these like opuses or the, these you know these huge pieces of music that were you know think of rush dude rush is kind oh, of the oh yeah 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 kind of the apex of classic rock really i mean they're they made music that you know could only be made at the time that rush was around on an album you put it on one and let it play through. It, and just the like depth and you know intricacy of the music that Rush was creating. I mean, you know, those guys are geniuses, but like you couldn't create you couldn't be Rush in 1965. Right. <laughs> you know, when the Beatles are doing the head bop thing with the, you know the teeny bopper music. Yeah, not enough acid, right? We were talking about it earlier with the cream music, man. First, you had to bring in the acid freaks that had to expand their minds, and then they'd be willing to sit down for 45 minutes and listen to Rush. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Was, it was a then slow you don't burn. Know if they're talking about aliens or not. <laughs> it was a slow burn, man. But uh, yeah, Pinball Wizard. There you yeah, go. I never really got into Rush. 
Yeah, Rush, certain type of crowd. Yeah. It was in the 80s, Mike. That was... Or Kiss. Oh, I hate Kiss. I hate anybody that likes Kiss. You're not a Kiss man? No. Get the fuck out of here. That's wrong. <laughs> I would say the original trannies. You've just blown my mind a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Weren't they doing like a drag queen thing? I mean, the one guy was like a cat. You don't get gayer than a cat. You know, he was crossing some boundaries with the cat makeup. <laughs> I'm going to definitely agree with you on that one. <laughs> Seemed a little Finocchio, even for back they, then, you know? It worked for them. You know, what's funny about Kiss is... Maybe I'm wrong, but I think there's a... Uh, Simpsons episode where they try to convince Krusty's dad to like get back with Krusty and they quote Kiss and Kiss is like uh isn't Kiss kind of playing on the whole idea you got to cover up your face to like be an entertainer I I really don't know I don't really pay attention because I hate him yeah you weren't into (laughs) Kiss Kiss is crazy though they were only popular when they did the face thing when they took off the makeup, they like did a couple albums, and they weren't as cool. I, I, they never were. I don't get how Kiss gets a pass, but then like open game, we could just make fun of the uh, insane clown posse fans all we want. Like, wow, great call! People. Yeah, actually, yeah. You're right on the money, man. Yeah, same people, different era. The Juggalos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, that's, that's a weird group. That's the crew that follows the insane clown posse. They're big on, <clears throat> I might be mistaken, but it's like orange soda. But like a They're spit- big on a lot. Of, I would rather my child tell me he's addicted to heroin than tell me that he's a juggalo. He's a, well, he might also be <laughs> addicted to heroin if he's a juggalo. <laughs> no, they do this uh, thing. Dad, I became a gay crack whore on the <laughs> streets of New York City, but do you listen to Insane Clown Posse? We're still okay. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> it could be a drag queen, right? Is that worse? I don't know. Um, Emma, if you read the children. <laughs> I was telling Emma how we had a, uh, we had a situation at, at the job site where some individual was going to pick up a package, and the name of this person, <laughs> the first name was Diamond. Right? Diamond. And, yeah, and so... Spelled correctly? As is, as you expect. Yes. And so I was telling Emma this story, and her and I went on a, a very fascinating tangent where we discussed how when I presented the package pickup situation to the nighttime fella, I said, so you have this individual named Diamond coming by to pick this up. And we had a chuckle. And I said... uh, I'm not sure what you're going to expect or what you're going to see walk through the door, but I want a full description on Monday <laughs> in the notes. And, uh, and I said, don't be, I said, don't be surprised if a full drag queen story hour walks in through the door of some sort. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Emma and I were talking about how here in Denver, right? You see the name diamond and, uh, you're probably expecting a fella dressed as a lady. Uh, whereas she was saying, you know, in, in, in Baltimore, where she does a lot of work, um, if she sees a diamond, we both agreed it would be a 
you know, 300 pound black sassy woman. I, I was thinking big black woman. <laughs> yes, that exactly. As soon as you said diamond, yes. I was thinking a very bodacious. But very, you're in Chicago. Uh, you're in Chicago yeah, very, where that's. Very r- upfront, very <clears throat> loud. Sassy yeah. in your face. Sassy. Yes. Yes. That, yeah, that package better be there. better be correct. Exactly. Yeah. So, But you're in Chicago and she's in Baltimore. So in those scenarios, both, I would say, yes, that's your diamond. But in Denver, I imagine Diamond to be like a six four white dude with clown makeup. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, dressed as Taylor Swift. Just, that's, yes, what that's what I'm picturing. That's what we're picturing. And we both agreed that that is the safe assumption in both places. In Baltimore, you're going to expect the sassy black lady. And then here in Denver, you're going to get the uh, the sassy tranny drag queen. That's what you're yeah, gonna, for sure. That's, that's for your sure. difference of diamond in different cultures in this country. <laughs> that's your expectation for diamond. <laughs> yeah, good call. Isn't that mind-blowing, though? And the same goes for San Francisco. Or uh, Seattle, Oregon, you're in there with it. You know, I'm mm. I'm looking at the sassy drag queen, but uh, you know, if yeah, it's I guess Baltimore. it depends where you really are. But even here, like, because our our trannies, they don't do things like diamond. They're gonna get a name like Susan, and they actually believe they're a woman. Right? No, out here they're um they're going for the whack job, wacky names. It's it's entertaining. Yeah. It's for entertainment. Shock, yeah. shock value. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and again. You know, it's Denver. It's a different demographic than places like Baltimore and Chicago. <laughs> so when you see a certain name, you it triggers a certain image versus a different place. So again, <laughs> when we played the game, we were like, yes, Diamond and Baltimore, we immediately saw the same image of the same person. You know, it's uh, really funny is I, I saw it the other day, like uh, during the deep freeze. It's really hard to be a tranny in these places like Chicago. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, like, you, you know, dude, when you're walking around, it's like freezing cold out. It, the girls look cute in like a puffed up jacket. Oh, and yeah, man. Because they're like short, they're small, but they're wearing like a puffy jacket. You see the hair coming out. The hood. <laughs> That's looks, right, man. It looks cute, right? Yeah. But when you're a six-one tranny and you're wearing a puffy jacket, you just look like a dude in a tight-fitted puffy jacket. <laughs> dude, I can't get over. To me, the whole tranny, uh, the the whole movement, the whole thing can be summed up in the picture of Leah Thomas on that podium with the other <laughs> yes. chicks. That is the. That's it. That's what the whole world sees, man. I'm sorry. There's just certain scenarios where it's like when you just got out of a pool. There's certain scenarios where it's very hard for a man to look cute like a woman. Yes. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. It's like, it's when it's freezing cold and everybody's bundled up. Like there's just <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. Well, you know, maybe we'll see a rise in true feminism once again, uh, as a backlash to what has occurred <laughs> over this last yes. decade, man. Speaking of feminine men though, man, you have something on here that I really can't wait to talk about. Very excited, and tell me which one of the many clips we are left with, my compadre. What the? Oh, this is a clip, but I'm going to hear about the feminine man that uh, changed his brake lights. What's going hey, on with that? big, big fella on the other side <laughs> in the Rocky Mountain High here. Uh, I might be just halfway out that closet now, folks. No doubt about it. Uh-oh, is he going back in a little? 
So, yeah, I, the brake lights went out. I had the one, and then I had the second one, and I told you I had a fellow that I work with tell me he, was, he happened to be cruising behind me and said, hey, I noticed you. Lights are out there. So <clears throat> I went and uh, bought some lights over at the local O'Reilly Auto Parts. And uh, funny thing walking in there, I got a few side eyes. You know, Subaru, lesbian-looking fella, you know, wearing the Patagonia, <laughs> shaggy dude. They, they, Hands are clean. Yeah, oh, definitely. They smelling like weed. I mean, they were, they were nervous. You know, they didn't trust me right off the bat. But to, to their shock, I, I found my aisle. I, I had done my research prior to entering the store, and I found, the, found the correct light bulb for my car year make and model and i i was in and out man <clears throat> and i uh went home uh it was getting a little dark and it was getting cold because a big cold front was coming in but i knew i wanted to get in the brake lights uh before the snow <clears throat> so i uh i popped open the trunk and uh, i went to go open up the lights and i realized i don't have the right ratchet set available to because <laughs> i'm a lesbian <laughs> who drives a subaru <laughs> And so I went to Home Depot. Oh, whoa, whoa. You went to O'Reilly's and Home Depot? Yes. uh, Did you feel your balls get a little bigger that day? I noticed some hair growing in places uh, that I've never (laughs) seen before. It was crazy. Ironically, some left my head. showed up on my back. That's crazy. Turning into a real man. Yeah, I walked. Uh, yeah, I just walked into Home Depot and I uh, picked out a ratchet set with the full spectrum there. And uh, I received for. Would you, would you go with the uh, SAE? Did you go with the metric? Um, I don't know. I was in a haze. I blacked out actually. To be totally honest, <laughs> I think I think God actually came down and carried me through the store. <laughs> I was floating on the wings of angels <laughs> as I went through. <laughs> it was really just a blonde-haired six-one tranny. We are in Colorado. Uh, Leah Thomas actually just uh, you know put me on his shoulders and <laughs> took me through the whole ordeal. <laughs> he tossed me on the left and two migrants on the right and carried us right out the store like a true gentleman. I mean, a true lady. Oh, <laughs> um, well, they like to help the lesbians when they see them in distress, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got the ratchet set. I got home and I was shocked at how easy it was to replace the freaking bulbs, man. I did it probably within 15 minutes. Maybe maybe worse. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, uh, screws went back uh, right on. Uh, I I had gotten a uh, gift card to Home Depot for Christmas and I was able to use it and I didn't even pay basically for the ratchet set. So it was a win-win and I've uh, upgraded my tools, which is always a plus. I love upgrading the tool set and I felt fantastic just replacing (laughs) the light bulbs. I slept like a baby. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And I dreamt I was uh, some world conqueror taking over, uh, you know, I grabbed my blankie, snuggled up into the arms of my girlfriend, and felt like (laughs) Real man. <laughs> and I said, put on The Bachelor. <laughs> let's celebrate. Not the golden one. I'm achieving things these days. <laughs> no, let's get, let's get frisky with it and put on Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, dude. Everybody should do that shit. It really does make you appreciate the car more. You should get to learn the car. You know, stuff like that is very easy and just helps you get the confidence to go a little farther. Oh, you one know, maybe of maybe do yeah. an oil change. You know, absolutely. I look forward to probably doing the oil change. It'll next time I got to do it. It'll, it'll be warmer out, so I kind of want to get down and dirty with the car. And it's fun, man. I really enjoy it. Just like I love doing the yard work, and I'm very excited for spring to start uh, coming this way within the next month. You know, I'm always looking forward. So. Well, just like the yard. You know, the yard doesn't have to look better than everybody else's, and you don't have to do it faster than the landscaper. You know what I mean? But just doing it yourself is better. Oh, it feels so That's, good, man, to, to make a, same, to do same a project. With the car, man. Maybe they do it faster. Maybe they do it better. But, dude, do it yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it, it actually uh, felt amazing. I was very in an accomplished state of mind. <clears throat> And I do think when, you know, instead of coming home and sitting on the couch, man, take on some projects, do something, and you, you sleep better, right? I can't tell you how many guys I've, like, throughout my life who, like, uh, you know, you, you convince them to just start doing their own oil changes, right? And then it always starts with the starter. The starter goes out, and you're like, no, nah, man, do not take the mechanic. I will show you how to do it. You won't believe how easy it is, right? That's how it always starts with the starter. Because a starter on most cars is like three it's like three uh three bolts and two wires, two or three wires, depending oh, yeah. on the model. So it's super easy. And every time one of them they you show them how to do it, you do it together, and then like six months later you'll get a phone call from that guy. He'll be like, dude, I just changed out my alternator. You're like, yeah. yeah, you're now a mechanic. You didn't even call me. Yeah. You're a mechanic. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's all about like realizing how easy it is. Oh, and we were talking about electromagnetic pulses and solar flares, Carrington events, and all this stuff, uh, and the electronics going out, and how, you know, most cars, they would be vulnerable to these events because of the, uh, you know, they depend a lot on these microchips and computerized components. If you have the ability or the knowledge and experience of working on old cars and having the, you know, understanding of how to fix and kickstart old mechanics, you could be somebody who's, uh, you know, maybe on a higher level than most others on the other end of a Carrington event. Dude, I am addicted to this guy on YouTube. He's got to be about 190 years old. This guy is so old. But he rebuilds these old motors. Yeah. And like and you can't get sleeve inserts for the sil- for the for the block. And uh like they're no longer made. They never really were made. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> these engines are just like so old. What it is is like you know where the piston goes up and down in that shaft? That's right. Uh you like when it gets too worn out, you can't save it. So you like what you do is you kind of drill out make the hole bigger and then you put a metal sleeve in there so you know what i'm saying so now it's like a new wall yeah man and uh so this guy this old ass dude he just sets up this old lathe that's about as old as him sticks a fucking metal cylinder on there and just makes this fucking he uh mills his own sleeves and then puts them in and he like makes his own parts for these things it's fucking incredible we'll never get back to that because you got to think, like, <laughs> they made these precision parts at one time with no computers. 
that is really actually incredible. No lasers, no precision, no. anything, uh, no data. No, nobody today even knows what a micrometer is. But there used to be this thing <laughs> you know what I mean? that, that was very precise, and you would measure to like thousandths of a millimeter, you know? I was telling Emma about an article I read in the Colorado Sun. It was about a ranch that is being bought out. Uh, there's a lot of weird political stuff going on with the state, and it kind of came down to the state bringing in more revenue, obviously. Uh, but there was this family that owns this ranch. They've, uh, they've owned it for uh, 25 years. And what makes the story so interesting is um, the family that outbid them for this uh, ranch or, you know, this homestead or, you know, this land, uh, it was um, a family that's been ranching in Colorado for 129 years. Wow. Man, the generations that have stuck it out to continue that tradition is mind-blowing to me, especially in this day and age. 129 years of anything in 2023 is so impressive and spectacular. And, you know, although it is sad that this family is getting, you know, they have to basically go somewhere else with their cattle and all this stuff and are most likely going out of state to, like, Oklahoma or somewhere where it's cheaper, uh, it... You know, there's also this tradition, this family that's been there for, I mean, if they take over this plot, right, I mean, and they have family who continue, I mean, 150 potential years, uh, that's incredible to me, man. Like, we're hard-pressed for anything traditional like that in this country. So that that's that was mind-blowing yeah. to me, and uh, <clears throat> what was crazy was the range of emotions I went through reading this article which was I, I felt for this family who had owned this ranch for 25 years, like, and they did all these great things. They were really wonderful for the community and for Colorado and for people who go there to birdwatch and do all these wonderful outdoor activities. Uh, and they're being stripped of you know their livelihood from <clears throat> at least this generation and a half. And and then uh, you know also feeling for the birdwatchers and all these people who are nature enthusiasts and all this stuff and. You know, there's a lot of, like, <clears throat> what's involved here is Colorado just constantly butting into shit that they should just, you know, the government just stay out of stuff. And, and they're doing everything for money, just like their wolf reintroduction. It's so outrageous that they are doing that stuff, which is going to be detrimental to these ranchers. But, like, and then reading it on the article you start to feel sympathetic for this other family who's like, no, we've been ranching for like 130 years and we're really excited to continue the tradition. (laughs) And you're like, this is an awesome article. You never get these nuanced stories where it's like, there's really no bad guy here. Everybody's kind of trying to do the right thing. But but some people lose and some people win. And it's really wild. But uh, I'm actually just kind of happy Mm. that Colorado, for the first time, is kind of airing on some traditional something on whatever you know at least we have something sticking around for a little bit longer yeah anything that's 100 years old in this country man anything dude like you're you're walk you're seeing it in chicago you guys are tearing it out of the ground and knocking it down and building a new shittier that's what we're doing here in colorado and in like colorado denver was created 100 years ago 
<laughs> started, man. Yeah. Oh man. Well, uh Yeah, well. A lot of stuff in the news these days, Mike. Uh good times to be podcasters. I I, I, I can't stress that enough. And one of the things that I, I think we had to get in here before we run out of any kind of time, which we have plenty of, um, but I found the, we never, I try to avoid the political stuff with Trump, right? But I thought maybe we would, we would dabble into something that I found a little infuriating. <laughs> Tonight, writer E. Jean Carroll smiling, a victory lap outside a Manhattan courthouse after a jury awarded her a staggering $83 million in damages. Uh Ongoing defamation battle against (laughs) former President Trump. The jury reaching its verdict in just three hours following a two-week trial. Earlier today, Mr. Trump abruptly leaving the courtroom during the closing argument by Carroll's attorney who accused him of engaging in defamation during the entire trial. All right, all right. So you know the story, right? Yeah, this is incredible. Eighty-three million. They're pro- probably not going to pay, right? This might be the Alex Jones situation with the oh, Sandy Hook. Absolutely, it's all going to be dismissed in this. This whole thing is a is a. It it it's all dependent on the appeal of the first trial falling through. Exactly. Yes. So. And one key piece of evidence was not allowed in this trial. And we talked about it, and I found the clip, which is this whack job, E. Jean Carroll, talking about how rape is sexy. Do you remember me discussing this on the show? Oh, yeah. I have the clip. It was on Anderson Cooper. Yes. And what's really bonkers about this court case is the defense, Trump's, Defense tried to play this clip in court, and the judge wouldn't allow it. Oh, sounds like a totally unbiased judge. Completely, yeah. This guy is middle of the road, man. He's the Bill Maher of judges out there. Um, So this is E. Jean Carroll years ago on Anderson Cooper talking about rape. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which The word rape carries so many sexual connotation this was not this was not sexual it just it it hurt it just what it just you know i think most people think of rape as a i mean it is a violent assault it is not i think most people think of rape as being sexy Mm. excuse me think of the (laughs) well she said in the beginning there that it wasn't sexual but she's saying rape is sexy no she's saying most people think it is and she's trying to like Argue that. It's being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I played from the Go beginning. <laughs> My favorite part is Anderson Cooper, obviously, but here we go. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which, the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not, this was not sexual. It just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. Well, I think most oh, people yeah, think of rape right. as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. <laughs> yeah, okay, not. you're right. So she's saying it wasn't <laughs> rape because rape is sexual? Dude, yes, she's, she is describing. Is, is, she, is she talking about Trump in this interview? On the Chiron underneath her, they are discussing the Trump rape accusation. Okay. Shall I from the beginning once again? I I find this fascinating. 
Yeah, this is really weird. You can easily look it up. It's all over the internet. It's the uh, E. Jean Carroll, Anderson Cooper, rape is sexy. But she's almost saying, like, Trump didn't rape her because rape is sexy. What he did was just assault her. Yes, you are correct. But isn't it bizarre that she's trying to say rape is sexy? It's a little weird. She's a weird person. I mean, that is... For sure. Oh yeah, she's very weird. So that's why I, I find this to be. It's a weird clip. A bizarre clip. That's why I brought it up a few shows ago. And when I when this verdict came out, the eighty three million dollars, which is totally absurd. You know, I I thought of two things. Number one, Alex Jones and his yeah. lawsuit, and then number two, I thought of the clip of her on Anderson Cooper talking about rape being sexy, and I thought, wow, this is it's weird that the defense specifically wanted to play this and they didn't let him. So, you know, this, it's weird. She's a weird lady. That's the bottom line. And it further perpetuates the bizarre nature of the story itself, which is she doesn't remember when it happened, where it happened, how it happened, anything. We have no details. And it wasn't really rape because rape is sexy. Let's do it again from, weird. from the top, yeah. baby. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which, the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not, this was not sexual. It just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not I a, think most people think Yeah, she's saying as, it wasn't sexual, what they had. So there was no, se- so it wasn't rape. Dude, that's why they didn't want her to play this. Them to play yeah, this man. She's saying what happened between her and Trump wasn't sexual, so there was no sex. Wow! Oh, good catch, dude. Oh man, that's why. That's what it is. She's admitting that what happened between them was not sexual. Wow! You're right, and she explicitly says, "I wasn't thrown on the ground and ravished." Ravished. Right. This wasn't sexual. This was more of like a... And I've, I've said it for a long time. Maybe he groped her or something. You know what well, I mean? Well, Mike, I, when I mean... you're famous, they practically let you, dude. Like, come on, man. You grab him by the I'm pussy. I'm not denying he grabbed you by the pussy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the guy's in a, a self-admitted pussy grabber. It's not holding... Yeah. They practically let you, dude. <laughs> This guy, it's unbelievable he won. It's just so crazy. It's so unbelievable. Oh, he's going to win again. That's the most unbelievable. The, is, the, the most unbelievable thing about the last 12 years is that you guys can't find somebody better than Trump on the Democratic side. Just get another pussy grabber. Get another guy on your side that grabs him by the pussy. You'll beat this guy. I'm telling you. Throw right the rock now. in there. Jesus yes. Christ. Do something. Just put any man that's not about to die. How about your strongest, biggest man out there? Big Mike Obama. He grabs them all uh, by the pussy. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> big, big Mike, dude. <laughs> I grab him by the pussy, and then I show them my six-inch pussy. <laughs> he grabs Barry Sotero by the pussy and throws him around like a rag doll. Come on, dude. <laughs> oh, man. I... Yes, yeah. dude, I knew you would love this clip. I, I put it on the docket 
and I I noticed that we didn't get near it until this third episode, and it's because we really don't like talking about the Trump stuff. But what's so unbelievably fascinating about this E. Jean Carroll is like Trump has there's so many so much footage out there of Trump being like I don't even know who this chick is like, <laughs> like, and and I believe the guy because the dude probably knows so many people he he's been a traveler of the world and Frank it's no you know why you believe him because if they had sex he would say no nah, we did have sex it wasn't that great yes. like he would <laughs> Yes, he admits to sleeping with dogs. I you know, know what I mean? Like this guy, you know. I know. Yeah, I slept that over eight, you know, that, <laughs> that over worn out fucking pussy porn star Sleepy Daniels or whatever her name is. What's her name? Yeah, Stormy Daniels, man. Stormy Daniels. No, in the other clip that I cut off, uh, and we could maybe go back to it, but they have him in there being like, uh, he, he, he quite literally says. I don't even know who she is. And they have clips of him saying that for like the last six years. He's like, I never, <laughs> I never even heard of this chick until now. <laughs> and I believe him actually, because she can't even tell me when the rape happened. He can't even tell me the season. He can't tell me yes. the month, the year. Give me a year, a year, anything, man, anything at all. I remember the year I joined the army. You know? I, I remember nine 11. I remember exactly when it happened. <laughs> I think I, it, I would remember being raped. Well, yeah, I, I remember say, the yeah. I remember the year I got my first blowjob. So <laughs> yeah. I remember. You can't remember the year you got raped. I remember nine eleven, and it's crazy, but I wasn't even raped when it was happening. But I remember. <laughs> it's just so wild to me that she can remember nothing, and then you got Trump out there who, who explicitly is saying like. I don't know who this chick is. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> and I never yeah. even heard of her until, like, she accused me of raping her on some random day that never actually happened, and she can't even remember the day. <laughs> so it's only like, after her best friend donated a ton of money to the Democrats, who then changed the law <laughs> to open up a window for her to sue me. Do you want to finish her? Uh, yeah, her no, I want to start it over. I, this is this I can, one you got to really listen to the details. It's a quick you know? one. It's actually only... it's. It's a 20-something second clip or so, so, like, we can mm. rock it through. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished, which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not, this was not sexual. It just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not I think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. We can go take a, sh- a quick break. Where if you can sit down, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. Like <laughs> <laughs> Anderson, who's like, oh shit, she she just ruined the whole case. Cut to break. We have to bury this clip. <laughs> oh my god, man! This is, this is Michael Jackson all over again. God damn. <laughs> Rape is sexy, man. Oh, yeah. he asked you such an easy question. Do you feel like you were raped? Yes. <laughs> and she fucking bombed that question. Really? I mean, she led it off with, "It's not like I was thrown to the ground and ravished." Yeah, isn't that what you said happened in the trial? 
That was literally the story of the trial that he threw her into the dressing room. And, and then not only had his way with her. And then the whole point of the $83 million lawsuit now is that he defamed her by, right? Like saying bad things about her name or I, I don't know what. By def- saying he didn't actually rape her. Which she then said on CNN, well, he didn't actually rape me. <laughs> so his argument in that court case should have been I was quoting her. Well, they tried to play the clip. They literally wanted to play that clip, and, and the judge said, no, you can't play that clip because the clip proves that <laughs> proves that you didn't defame her. <laughs> and I don't want to be the judge that gave, gave Trump a win. Yes, nobody wants to give the man the W. So, yeah, they had to award this absurd amount of money, man. It, it's crazy. If we really look back in time now over the last couple of years, or at least when Joe Biden took over, if you're... A Republican, outspoken and powerful and has influence on the culture, then they crushed you over the last three years. And they oh, brought yeah. they brought upon you the full force of the law in every way possible. Just go ask Enrico Tario, the guy who wasn't even at Jan 6th, who just happens to be part of Proud Boys and is behind bars in prison for 22 years simply for being associated with Jan 6, somehow, through their weird pretzel logic. Yeah, but not only the law. I mean, they do this with all these guys, with the whole bullshit rape and sexual... What, what happened to the charges against Russell Brand? Oh, good call, man. Don't hear nothing about that no, anymore. No, you're right. Huh? We just destroyed his name publicly and got him kicked off YouTube, so he's uh, demonetized. I mean, it's, they do this anytime you don't follow the rules, you know? You got to play their game. Otherwise, you're going to get some, some charges against you for rape. Oof. It's so hard to come back from that. No, not this one, man. Nobody believes this. Oh, not this, this Trump one. Yeah, this this one. one's the Russell Brand one, though. I got to say, but this may have been the sealer of the deal for a lot of people out there on the witch hunt theory. Like, oh... Okay, you guys are just, you're just throwing shit through the fan to see what sticks on the wall at this point. And you ended up with E. Jean Carroll's 30-year-old supposed rape case that wasn't a rape, according to her own words, on CNN. Yeah, that's insane. When you say it like that, dude, a 30-year-old rape case that she can't remember. Yes, dude. Like, that's what you guys landed on? That's your big deal? Like, Your only win. Yes, man. Did you see uh, uh, Bill Maher? Oh, uh, this yesterday or this weekend? Yeah, I mean, no, I I yeah, missed out. No, I've been a busy hombre. Uh, they got Adam Schiff on there. Oh God! All right, well, we'll and throw it on the Wednesday I love, show. I love his like opening line is, "I can't believe people are even thinking about voting for somebody that was twice impeached, ninety-one felony charges, the head of an insurrection." <laughs> And it was like, dude, none. what happened to the two impeachments? They turned out to be bullshit, right? Nothing came of them. Yes. What happened to your 91 indictments, your 91 felony charges? They're falling apart. They are all falling apart. So much so that your DA in Georgia is going to go to jail before Donald Trump. 
That is going to happen, actually. I've noticed that there's a lot of movement occurring with her whole embezzlement situation and the fact that her and her lover uh, went on those exotic vacations. It looks bad. It's not looking good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, wild stuff. I, I, I'm, I'm personally, uh, just very happy that these Trump trials and everything are unfolding the way they are because publicly. Nobody wants to talk about like, one of the things you impeached him for, one of the things you impeached him for was Stormy Daniels. This, there have been half a dozen court cases and the only person to ever go to jail for the Stormy Daniels thing was Michael Avenatti. (laughs) Her lawyer. Her lawyer. <laughs> what are we talking about here? You want to talk about two impeachments? That were, they were the most bullshit impeachments anybody alive today has seen. I was going to maybe save it for the extras, but I noticed you hedged that way anyways. But you sent me this week something we talked about a few episodes ago, and it was the... Stormy Daniels' uh, appearance on Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> yeah. And I have it a little bit. It's I crazy see. to watch it today, isn't it? You These people are do not right. age well. Their sh- material never ages well. Uh, I was shocked, man. They really relished in the fact that they were talking about the president and his penis. <laughs> yes. And you and I have touched on this. The reason this didn't work, and the reason why it's even worse sounding now, is because dudes don't care about what Donald Trump's penis looks like. They're more impressed that he was banging porn stars and chicks who were models for Playboy. <laughs> And that, and that his wife now is Melania, a supermodel. Like, wh- what's your point, dude? Who cares what his dick looks like? The guy's shagging the hottest women in the world, man. Well, not only that, you guys are now non well, We shouldn't talk about Hunter Biden. <laughs> we shouldn't right. talk about this. We shouldn't talk about that with Joe Biden. What we should talk about is the policies. The policies. Why does nobody want to talk about the policies? When Trump was president... You did a 15-minute segment on his penis on Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> You're not exaggerating, by the way. I have a snippet of it, but it is a 15-minute... He has Stormy Daniels on there for half the show, and they talk in-depth about her book, her <laughs> sexual liaisons with Trump, all the steamy details, and then they... The, you know, they cap it off at the end with the the mushrooms, which is just outrageous. And then, and then you got to really think about it. Like on stage, you have a porn star, right, who on camera sucked dick to get to where she is today, next to an actress who definitely sucked dick to get to where <laughs> she is today, right? And they're both sitting next to Jimmy. 
they're both sitting next to Jimmy Kimmel, who protests a little too loud when somebody infers he might have gone to an Eps uh, Epstein Island where they raped kids. So for sure, he fucked the wrong people. And all of them are sitting there bad-mouthing a guy who worked his way into the presidency. <laughs> That's right, man. You know what I mean? You're fair game if you're president. I get it, right? I understand. Hey, I love the jokes about Bill Clinton. Remember him, man, when he was going through his whole Monica Lewinsky thing? That was the golden era for comics, right? Didn't oh, matter yeah. what, you know? So, like, and George Bush, I love making fun of the president. The president is there for us to make fun of. He's supposed to be made fun of. Uh, except for Joe Biden and his poor, unfortunate son. We're not Dude, like, but they never brought out, uh, uh, what that fat bitch's name? Monica Lewinsky to talk about President Clinton's dick. We never heard about his dick. There was never a mushroom lineup for his dick. Wow. Good. Well, we all know that you know? Bill's quite hung. I think that was the deal. Nobody wanted to know the truth. That he's it got would that... have been cucumber lineup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, got, he's got that Willem Dafoe energy going on there. That <laughs> It's more, we're, we're better off not knowing, actually, right? Look at this nose. The dick's proportional, baby. <laughs> we, we, we don't want to send the ladies home with nightmares, all right? Uh, so... <laughs> Um, hey, they call. I don't him... just play the sax like a black man. <laughs> I was gonna say, they... don't they say he was our first black president? <laughs> There's a lot of truth to that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and our only straight one. That's right. <laughs> <coughs> straight black, that is. All right, so I love this clip. I'm so glad you sent it to me. It sent me down uh, just memory lane. And this is 2016, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. This is uh, Stormy Daniels. She has just released a book. This is uh, during the tidal wave where her and Michael Avenatti are, are on every TV channel, and they are just blazing through pop culture, and they're about to take Trump out of the presidency. I think he's being impeached during this time. Yeah, I think you're... Wow, really? I think this is during the impeachment. No, Dude, wait. he got impeached like the first year in. So crazy. I got to look. The... That's Remember crazy. Remember Nancy Pelosi? She almost lost her teeth talking about how <laughs> he was going to get impeached before he was even in office. And it wasn't from excitement, folks. It was just from all the vodka she drank that morning. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Loosens up those dentures, man. <laughs> it was a rough day for her. All right, I got... This is incredible. Uh, 2016, Stormy Daniels. I... I I am totally blown if you're right on the money that it was uh, impeachment time already in 2016. I mean, he wasn't even president. That's not even a year of being president and you're being impeached. That's crazy. No, because he wasn't impeached for what he did as a president. It was for... Uh, he, he was impeached for... Um, for winning like the presidency. off during the campaign. That's what he... Got. I thought he got impeached for Russian... Interfere! Oh man, see, we went through a time warp, people. I don't even know what happened there. I have no idea. Oh no, I was wrong. So he didn't get impeached the first time until 2019. That's what I thought. It, yeah, they were. But I'm pretty sure it was for this. The impeachment happened because the momentum was there for him to win a second term. The country was humming. He was doing incredible things for minority groups, including black people. Um, so he was winning over Hispanics and blacks, and, uh, if it weren't for COVID, he was clear sailing. 
to that second turn. And the reason oh, sure. they unleashed COVID, it's because they had to stop him and bring on Agenda 2020. But now it was, or it was Agenda 2021. That's what it used to be. But because of Trump, he delayed it. Now it's 2030. Mm. Is that when they changed it to 2030? Yeah, they did. It, it was originally Agenda 2021. And then Trump became president and he completely wrecked everything. And I had a clip that I, I didn't put together and maybe I should have, but, uh, from the World Economic Forum meetings that they had, the son of George Soros, who's taking over for George, uh, he he had a bizarre situation where he explicitly mentions Trump as the individual who put a major stop into their globalist agenda and how his election was you know, a shock through the system for these globalists, and they realized they had to up their game which explains kind of 2020 and what we went through over the last few years <laughs> and kind of explains what's going on with him now. Um, say what you will about Trump and the fact that he kind of, uh, you know, bowed down to the big pharma and Tony Fauci and everything during COVID. Uh, him being elected was such a major shock that I think, it, I do believe it delayed their agenda 2021 to Agenda 30. He he delayed their world takeover by, like, almost a decade. Yeah. Dude, I, I totally don't remember his presidency at all. I thought he got impeached for trying to pay off the porn star. No, man. I thought it was Russian. No. Uh, it was the uh, P-tape. The Zelensky phone call. That was the second one, I thought. No. Dude, I totally forgot about this. So remember, they didn't impeach him the first time until uh, 2019. And that was for his phone call to Zelensky to get dirt on Joe Biden and uh, um, Hunter. Which, look at what happened after they stole the election of 2020. Look at Ukraine and the embezzlement and Sam Bankman freed and the... (laughs) Dude, my God, like, this guy was so fucking right. It's crazy. Oh, I totally forgot about this. The second impeachment, which I thought was for that phone call, though, the second impeachment, they impeached him seven days before he was leaving office. For the second they one. impeached him on January 13th for the insurrection. Wow. No. For incitement of insurrection. That was his second impeachment. Which plays in exactly into your theory, Mike into why they had to use the term insurrection from day one. They needed to accuse him of the phrase insurrection. It was key. It was the phrase, the word. They needed him to be an insurrectionist, so that way, four years later, if it became apparent that he was definitely going to win again, they could bust out the insurrectionist word and take him to trial and end his chances at the presidency. But I, I don't know, but I'm assuming that's why they can't ever charge... They, I guess that's why they can't charge him with insurrection. Because if you're a president and you do something, you have to be impeached, which he already was. You can't then charge him again as a civilian later on, right? So they, they kind of fucked themselves with that one, I would imagine. That's, this, is, this just gets dumber and dumber yes, as you look into it. They call it uh, something that we're afraid to use. It's a phrase that 
I think it's tossed around too much, uh, jokingly, but it's more real now. Banana Republic. That's kind of what we're experiencing <laughs> oh, right yeah, here. Dude. It's it's the reality. We are a banana republic, man. Yes, yeah, dude. We're totally we're there. just look at the impeachments of Donald Trump. It's crazy. And then the ninety one felony charge. Like when Adam Schiff says it on Bill Maher, dude. Like, how do you guys say it with a straight face not realizing it's become a punchline? Dude, that's what gets me. Like, it doesn't sound real, and people, I believe, are totally dismissing it. That's why History Channel had more more people watching on prime time than CNN, because people are done with your bullshit. Yeah, fuck that. 91 felonies after you impeached him twice. Who is this, El Capone? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we dealing with here? I'm watching Bozo's Magical Circus at this point. Like, you guys have just put on this clown show now that <laughs> I'm not even entertained. Put people surviving. <laughs> <laughs> that looks dumber than Congress right yes, now. Yes, man. Yes. It, it's just, um, I, I think people have checked out, really, and... You know, it's, uh, come on, dude. What a silly situation with these courts, man. I was reading yesterday, you know, they were detailing in real time on all the major sites the uh, E. Jean Carroll Trump scene and how it was breaking news. He stormed out in the middle of the courtroom and everybody was talking about it. I was like, oh, is this going to go viral? This is great. Nobody cares. Nobody, Nobody cares, cares, man. Nobody's it's a joke. Talk. No, we're we're it's actually what, no, I, oh, okay. no, no. I was gonna say we're more obsessed with Leah Thomas trying to get into the fucking Olympics, man. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of penises, dude, I gotta hear this clip. Oh, all right. You want to hear it? Let's do it. Before we run out of time, we Good gotta call. play this story right, 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 clip. Flashback, time machine. We're in twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Good call. Now you said in the book you mentioned that you have a photographic memory. Yes. So. You also described the president's penis, and let me just read it. Do you have it bookmarked? What is wrong with you? There's a lot wrong with Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, <laughs> we found out. It all started on an island. Years later. He likes to go to an island. <laughs> he likes to fly in a little plane called the Lita Express. Right. <laughs> and you highlighted it? Highlighted He knows he has an unusual penis. It has a huge mushroom head, like a toadstool. But you also say it's smaller than average. Do you know uh, how much hate mail I've gotten from people who love Mario Kart? And you can see he was just as funny then as he is now. One day I managed to ruin half of America's childhood and mushroom farming everywhere. And another guy actually sent me a picture of a Yeti cooler on fire. <laughs> All right. All right, so he's busting out the mushrooms. Did you do this yourself? All these we had an arts and crafts day here, and we put these together. All these different so, mushrooms. Um, that is so disturbing. If you had to, the lineup you mentioned, and picking it out of a lineup, which of these mushrooms, orange mushrooms, would most represent so the commander okay. in chief so of the United States military? Can you hold it up so it's coming at me at the correct angle? Yes. Oh, yeah. They might fall off. Like, that's just a win for Trump right there. I don't know why they're cheering. I know. I mean, he's... 
If you want to know what my dick looks like, you got to compare it to something coming at your face. So I was fucking you in the face. I mean, also, like, I don't know. I can... <clears throat> Again, most dudes out there, like, don't care what his dick looks like. He's We're kind of impressed. This guy's out there banging, you know, models and porn stars, man. Like, he, he's kind of living a good life. He shits on a yeah. golden toilet, man. Like, I'm I, just jealous. <laughs> it's... I don't know. I can't get over this. Uh, <clears throat> this is beautiful, by the way. Let 20- me tell you something. No matter how beautiful your penis is, you don't have a porn star on national television talking about it. <laughs> That's right. You know? 2016. I'm quite floored. and This is where we were at. Oh! Is this the one? She, she, picks, she picks the smallest oh, one. It's a small oven. fat one. So for real, like this is not you're not just picking one of the small. Okay, well, this is not the, even the smallest one, but no. this is it, huh? It's the most accurate depiction, yes. So it's a it's a, a chode looking little toadstool kind of uh, mushroom, and Jimmy Kimmel's holding it, and he he's loving every moment. Wow, there you go. Isn't that beautiful? Just remember, these are the same people that will take you off of Twitter and YouTube and Facebook for calling Lizzo fat. Right, or mentioning that the experimental gene therapies that they forced everyone to take uh, are probably (laughs) killing them, right? Or that 6'2 man dressed as a woman looks like a man. No, but we could sit there and make fun of this guy's penis. (laughs) Exactly. There's nothing offensive about this or hurtful, right? We're... (laughs) Not doing anything particularly mean to this individual, right? Body shaming? Never heard of it. No, what are you but, talking about? Yes, not but, when it comes to Trump. Yeah, man, I we, love We could call him fat. We could make fun of his penis, come out with goofy-looking mushrooms. His skin color, uh, his hair. We can make fun of what? everything. Right? Dude, what's going on with his skin color? Jesus Christ. Who, Trump? Yeah, tone it down. Yeah. He's layering. That was like a brown. He's looking. He's, well, I think he's just getting a lot of tan going on. Hmm. They haven't been chemtrailing as much, I've noticed. We got a sunny day here, yeah. <laughs> sunny sunny skies here in Colorado. They, I think too much. Well, it's Bidenomics. I'm telling you, they just ah, they're out of money. They can't they can't even it. afford can't even afford to chemtrail like they used to in, in the Biden economy too. Even if we could, we can't afford the gas. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have any pilots. <laughs> Well, if you want to go on another date with him, we'd be happy to pay for it. I we <laughs> Will there be a sequel to the book? <laughs> this is amazing. Wow, how about that? I feel like we've gained a perspective that Bob Woodward wasn't able to get in his book. <laughs> That's for sure. I'm going to put this back in here. Well, thank No, you. don't say put it back in. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so funny. Good stuff, uh, good huh? Good job, Jimmy. All Proud right. of you, Jimmy. I loved that clip. That really was a nice little time capsule there. I was thinking about how 2016, man, we had never even thought of masks, six feet distancing, uh, uh, so, you know, no George Floyd. Uh, the world was a little less racist in 2016. <laughs> a little bit better. <laughs> it was simpler, I guess, than it is now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, huge, huge pushback on the DEI. I'm seeing more of it, but uh, Mike, I, I just really, 
I liked going back in time to that moment where life was even so simple that, you know, Trump wasn't Hitler. He wasn't a dictator because he was in power. And, you know, you couldn't claim he was being Hitler because, well, he was in power and nothing Hitlerian had occurred, right? So what were we making fun of when it came to Hitler? His penis. Right. Well, that was back when we were, like, they were trying to get you to not like Trump based on true things about Trump. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they were like, they're like, Frank, how could you possibly like Trump? He's a billionaire. And you're like, well, yeah, but I still think he relates more to me than you guys do. And then they're like, I oh, fucked this porn star. I well, I'd kind of want to fuck a porn star. He said he grabs women by the pussy. <laughs> well, I wish I could grab women by the pussy. <laughs> like they, and then they just now they have to go like extreme to hey, he's, he's Hitler. Hitler. That he is literally Hitler. That's all I'm because hearing we, now. We saw the worst of him in 2016. And we still accepted him. You know? And was it the worst? Was 2016 the worst year of your life? How oh, does... No, no, no. We just saw the worst of Trump, which was actually better than anything you other politicians are hiding in your closets. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what they hate about him the most. He's an open book. Right. And he's banging porn stars and supermodels and Playboy models. And it's a little bit different than the diary of Joe Biden's daughter saying I'm having inappropriate showers with my dad. No, but even if you forget the conspiracies, they hate him because he's doing exactly what they all do. He's just open about it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I fuck porn stars. Yeah, yeah I cheat on my wife with porn stars while she's pregnant. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. He just says it. He's out there and people still vote for him. He admits things that these guys have been hiding for years because if it comes out, they will lose their position, you know? Because if he admits that, then, you know, he'll admit the aliens, maybe. I think they stopped him on that one, but he at least admitted the Space Force, <laughs> which was nice. It was refreshing to at least... <laughs> Space Force, by the way, it's here in Pueblo in Colorado. Uh, you could it, They have a massive facility. It's a real deal, and... Uh, when you see the size of the facility and, and how much it encompasses, um, there's no way Trump just created it off thin air and then they started Space Force. It was there. And then Trump accidentally mentioned Space Force. I, I can't stress that enough. The guy's just an open book, man. That's what he is. It's just like the Air Force was there, but it was the Air Corps. And then they branched off and became the Air Force. Exactly. It's probably why they don't want him to win again, because if he does, he's going to go all in on admitting about the aliens. No, that's not it. He's gonna, you know what? You're right, and I'm wrong. You know what he's <laughs> going to expose? The Jew tunnels. You knew it was going to come back to the Jew tunnels. He's going to expose them, people. <laughs> what was the tunnel for? I don't get it. Who dug them? We need answers on the Jew tunnels, man. <laughs> you ever seen a Jew dig? There's no way they dug that. It explains the migrants. I'm telling you right now. You need diggers, that's dude. A, that's a Nicaraguan tunnel if I've ever seen one. Ooh, say that slow. Jesus Christ, make sure you don't say that one. Oh, you're, you're dancing on Niger territory here, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're at that hour. It's the fastest hour of the universe. <laughs> the dead giveaway was the Hispanic guys with the yamaka and shovels walking down the street. Jose <laughs> <Those> Steen? <laughs>